And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a writer of comedy, a shredder of gnar, and a keister of headsets. It's Greg Heller. And she's a comedian, fortune teller, and almost clown. It's Lizzie Cooperman. Chef Jeff is here to remind anyone who still wonders quién es más macho that, in fact, it is he who is más macho. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rose. Hello, my little Wetzel's pretzels. Welcome to another exciting episode of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon, Patreon. by Rika in honor of Lizzie's time at Victoria's Secret, which perhaps we'll get into. And yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff over there. You can get bonus episodes of The Friend Zone, my Patreon bonus podcast. There's a little where you can text me and I'll text you back. You can submit carbohydrates. You can read about how I'm processing my grief on my grief journey. It is tons of fun. Mm-hmm. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. If you go for an annual subscription, you get two months free. Okay. I would like to say hello to my guest. Hello and welcome, Lizzie Cooperman. It's my distinct honor to be here once again. So happy to be able to catch up with you. Same. Greg Heller. Hello. Hi, everyone. It's me, Greg. Going. Good. It's been so long since you've been here in person, I think. It has. I don't think I've been here since before the novel coronavirus. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's that's one of my favorite coronaviruses. Oh, top five. Yes. Top five. And one of my favorite novels. Yes. <laughs> yes. Great novel. It's truly the so great good. American novel. Well, mm. is it the great American novel? It it's became one of them. it's yeah. one of them. Yeah. Uh Daniel, hello. Hi. How's it going? Chef Jeff, hi. Hi, Allison. It's good to be here. You know what? Let's just cut this part out. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh. All right. Already the energy in the studio is cracking. Right. It's Uh buzzing. It's going off. I feel it. Yes. Greg, have you noticed the studio is a little different since you were here before the NCV? No. Okay. Well, there was a wall over there that we knocked out, so it's a little more spacious. Okay. But this is in flux. We are still in the process of getting it all set up so that when you walk in, you're like, look at this professional recording studio that's set up for video and more. That's right. Did you guys have any time during lockdown or whatever to work on it? I nope. mean, we had we the were, time. I was so busy. Unlike <laughs> other shows where they, where they just make the change yeah. in the studio... We we like to make a whole year's worth of content about maybe getting it into more shape. than a year's worth. I've yeah. been talking about it for a long time, yeah. but no, I'm like really doing it now. Okay, really doing. Yeah, <laughs> no my my novel coronavirus was I was just it was wall to wall commitments, engagements, obligations. I've never gotten mm. so much done, you know. No, so social, but yeah. you guys have lived here like quite some time, right? <laughs> Like I in mean, terms of renovating this space, <laughs> you've lived, this, you're on like year five of living here, right? Are we? I yes. We are, yeah. yeah, but we only knocked out the wall Last year. A, ma- a matter of months ago. Right. Now, what's your model for it? 
That's the problem. Okay. That's the problem. I don't have a model. I don't know what I want it to look like. And I keep going back and forth. Like I'll see video footage of a studio that like has plants, like fake leaves covering a wall. And I'm like, ooh, I kind of like that. Or I'll see like watch what happens live. And I'm like, no, I want it to look like that. Can I tell you something? Yeah. One time I went to Sarah Schaefer's house. Love her. Friend of the show, I imagine. Hilarious comedian. And she had one room that was just just incredibly designed. Mm. And I said, how did you figure this out? She goes, I saw a picture and I literally copied it. Mm-hmm. She just did it to the T. And and this very morning, on which I come to you, yeah. I, I decided when I when I woke up this morning, I, I want my my room, my bedroom in my apartment to look like a hotel room. Ooh. And so I Googled pictures of luxury hotel rooms, and I found one, and I'm going to go for it. Do it. Are you I'm suggesting gonna... that I do my studio like a luxury hotel room, too? <laughs> I like this idea. There's a TikTok account I follow. Greg, are you on TikTok? Quietly. Mm. I am, too, except yeah. I can't shut up about it. <laughs> so there's an account I follow, and it's this woman. She's co- constantly posting about, like, here's how I made my you know, house look like a luxury hotel. And then it totally, like she's done it right. uh, similar to what you're thinking I envision, right. I imagine. Yeah. And philosophically, why would you do that? Because it's peaceful, serene, and feels like an escape. I tend to find thing individual pieces and go, I'm in love with this, you know, cherry wood table with golden fish all over it. <laughs> And then be like, and that for some reason doesn't matter, you know, match with my yeah. Japanese like, Japanese artifacts. Yes, with the, actually, I actually what, feel like it would. Yeah, feels like that. It yeah. would. <clears throat> Which interesting is it opposite day? Yes, it is. Okay, there is a Which style. Yeah. There is a style called Japandi that I really enjoy. Mm. Japan is that Japan is that? design? Uh huh. It oh, takes oh. elements from Japanese mm. design. Gotta get that Japandi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of big, as we can see here in the studio. Big paper lantern, like yeah. lanterns. Yes, those are temporary. Beds. But yeah, those are yeah. temporary Japandi. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Japandi is so ephemeral. Mm-hmm. It depends what hotel we're talking about, though. Like, what hotel are you right. talking about? I looked up a very. I I just chose the first picture that came up. I thought I like this. The Madonna in Radisson. Uh, <laughs> I want the best, best Western. It's a Motel Six. Oh, love that! But they accept pets, so that's good. Right, right. So yes, but I've always, you know, been resistant to a white duvet cover. I think Mm -hmm. it's my favorite. Classic. Okay, but are you messy? Oh, we're not, but our dog is, and our children are. Yeah. So dirty creatures on our duvet. So okay, white duvet. I'm glad we're getting into this, Greg. I'm going to be asking your for your aesthetic sense in a moment. Please. Mm -hmm. Um, white duvet has always been my favorite. A white white duvet, as I say it, as if it's a thing. Yeah. In all caps. Um, (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. I was an album title. Thank you. Yes. However. A handful of years ago, I realized that's not going to work with our dog and our kids. So we switched to navy and white, but like pretty busy. Mm. But then recently we switched back to white with blue polka dots because what ha- something happened to the navy and white one where I'm like, this is not working anymore. You're, you're asking me like I pay any attention to <laughs> okay. any of this. Did you know that? Did you Do you remember that we've, are you aware that we've had various duvet covers? I mean, the I, solution to keeping your duvet cover clean is that you get a duvet cover cover. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> if you, and that, yeah, right. that just solves the problem. If you asked me if mm. I 
was aware that we've had different duvets, I would say, uh, yeah, but I didn't know there was a story behind it. It's just, yeah. oh, okay, now we have this duvet, whatever. Right. There's also the duvet that, that is very hotel-like, that has the outline. Yes. Yeah. The, I always, yeah. okay, when I see a picture of a white duvet with like a blue rectangle yes. embroidered thing sort of on the inside of it, you know, but just, a, it's still big, but mm-hmm. it like leaves maybe six inches on each side. I'm like, ooh. It does it it, right. it does something to me. It just hits different. That's yes. a TikTok. I, um but then I think the problem with that is you're like, gonna you don't have to tell me. I'm <laughs> on it right now. The problem with that is you're gonna have to have it like positioned perfectly yes, every that's day. What I'm thinking yes. too. I'm like, there's no yeah. way I'm gonna make no. my bed have this rectangle. Mm-hmm. Right. Avoid geometry. Yes. yes. That's what I say. Um yeah, the only the only feature from the hotel that I want is that like coin-operated bed vibration machine mm. that goes on the, you know. So I had a pandemic during mm. the you guys, just go very... past Daniel's joke. Pretend oh, it I'm didn't so happen. sorry. No, no, no. I, and, that wasn't sarcastic. It did not I was deserve, being serious. Did, honey, it did not deserve. I, mean, I think it just hit different with me. <laughs> I was going to say your Arizona is showing. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Um, well, they still really... have them. Yes, yes they do. Yes, go ahead, I was Lizzie. in my own mind, and I apologize. Lizzie, no, but I was, I was not being sarcastic. I was being sincere. Let's pretend Daniel didn't make his joke. But during the thank you the NCV, mm. I purchased on. I think there was a Black Friday, and it was like you know the only thing to do with mm-hmm. that stimulus money sure. is to get yeah. a new duvet cover. <laughs> so Ooh, you can get the wait. How much was our stimulus? Didn't get one. We forgot to apply. Okay, I no. did. yeah, didn't do really? it. Really? Yeah, didn't do it. I, I was, you could we had a baby and shit. We had some other stuff. There's going a lot on, going yeah. on. Yeah. Then you extra, yeah. extra yeah. need it. Yeah, extra need what? Yeah, the stimulus. I can't remember how much it was. Wow. <laughs> Lizzie is giving me that look that I've gotten so many times, which is like, you had a baby? I hate babies. No, I'm just thinking of the, about the passage of time. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's so bittersweet, the passage so you, of time. So you went to get a duvet. I, on UrbanOutfitters.com, I got a crushed velvet, like rose-colored duvet. Oh, okay, sure. With, with matching shams, I'll say. What? Nice. But then, because I was in New Mexico for lockdown I took over, when I came back to LA, I took over someone's lease and was cursed with tan carpet. I'm sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Did you put Wait, the and so the, red, the, the crushed velvet couldn't go with tan carpet? I just kind of felt like it's like a little Blanche Dubois. Mm. And now there's something about it that's like, welcome to my bed. Like it's kind of uh, over spinning and missing the mark. Yeah. What floor would go with these crushed velvet accoutrements best? I think... Possibly hardwood. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, feeling. Yeah, like I too. feel tan carpet needs something a white duvet, a gentle offset to brighten mm. and move the eye that's upward away from the. I am so excited! Mud. I'm so excited that you're speaking this way because I'm gonna have to pick your brain later. Okay, Greg. Yes, your aesthetics, please. What do you mean, just in general? Yeah, like you know, Lizzie's enjoying a white duvet moment. <laughs> What's in your house? <laughs> You've um, moved. You've moved. Not only have you had a child, but you've moved since the beginning of the NCB. Yeah, no yeah. longer uh, a Venice. We we are no longer Venetians. We abandoned Venice mm-hmm. swiftly. Uh, Venice became an unpleasant place to live. So we moved to Bar Vista. Um, I like organized chaos, if that mm. makes sense to you as an aesthetic. Like, I like to have a lot of stuff mm. that's organized. Would you say bohemian? 
style? I don't really know how that's defined. I right. feel like because we both worked at eNetworks, which mm -hmm. is how I know Greg. Mm -hmm. And I remember your desk was a bit like that. My desk was perhaps not so much on the organized side. You had like was... a Rube Goldberg machine. You needed a pen and you would go like this and like a fish mouth would open. <laughs> oh my God. Tumble out. She's, <laughs> the binder clips? referring to like the multitude of binder clip structures that were on my desk. Oh, all right. yeah, I um, but I like having a lot of stuff around me, but a clean floor. Does that make sense? Yeah. How? I, go ahead. Like, yeah. I like to have a lot of records and music stuff surrounding me and books. And I'm having this discussion with my wife quite a bit where she's like, why did you keep all of these books? Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of saying, like, looking at them, like, is how I remember my life. And I kind of feel like they talk to me in mm -hmm. some way. Same with records. But I like the house to be clean. I know I'm real. I'm not really that's discussing a, an aesthetic. That's fine. Uh, I think, it works. I think that that's that's a good aesthetic. Like, that there was that movement towards simplicity. But that's it's hard to live or feel like that space is lived in. And like, you know, you'll see people's homes where it's like, like every surface is clean and there's nothing there, but it's like, I can't imagine living there. Uh, maybe I would like to. Especially yeah. with kids. Whereas like that kind of maximalist thing where you have books and things. Well, Greg specifically likes to be surrounded by empty tuna fish cans. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? No, it's not true. It but feels it, true. But it could be true. Yes. Um, but the kitchen is the most important room in the house to me. Mm -hmm. um, and I like all of the stuff to be out. You know, that's how Julia Child's kitchen was. If you ever look at pictures of it, all of her cookware was out. Mm. It was either on the stovetop or it was visible on shelves. Available. And I, and I like that idea of like, I could grab this pan and this thing. And I like to see the stuff. I took mm. a, like, what, what, what's your organization style or something for people who have trouble organizing <laughs> a quiz. And whatever I Did was. Did you just fail it? <laughs> yes. It was just fail. Computer blew up. Yeah. Uh, I got a, an error code. No, it said that I'm whatever style where I need to see everything out. Like it recommended like pegboards for me or something because, mm, yeah. and I am this way. Like if I ever organize and straighten a drawer, then I just leave it. I never go back into that drawer. Right. I don't know why. Mm. The other thing is I feel like there's this kind of, a very American goal to own as much as possible and then not be able to see it. Okay, Marie Kondo. That's <laughs> no, I think I think that's correct. Though. Yeah, I do think that's correct. That people are like, oh, we'll have this hidden cabinet. You oh, would, interesting. You yes. would never even mm. know that we had cans of soup. <laughs> One right. would never right. guess. Oh, and and you kind of feel like you're blindfolded, moving mm. around the kitchen, like padding surfaces. Hoping if you push in on something, yes, so they it will open pop up. out. Yes, yeah. there's a lot of organizational things that I read or look at that I'm always like, this is unnecessary. Mm. You know, I'm always looking at this 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 website called Yamazaki. You know what yes. that is? No. Um, Yamazaki is like a it's J pop or what did you call it before? Japandi. Japandi. Um, and it's all about like hyper like austere organization. Mm. But I look at their side all the time and I'm like, it's not that hard to store the lids of your pans. Right. right. Like I don't think that thing necessitates its own object. Um, and so for some things I'm like, if the objective is to walk into a kitchen and go, this person doesn't cook, there's lots of stuff there. But I like to walk into a person's kitchen and I like to go like, this person is active in this kitchen. Does that yeah. make sense? I have, totally. But I have seen little like reels and things you've posted of, of you cooking um, and your son in the kitchen and stuff. And I'm always uh, surprised, don't take that the wrong way, actually at how open and clean it looks though. It's clean. So I keep that shit clean. Where is 
all your stuff that's out. Well, if I showed you like a panorama, you would see there's like pots and pans and stuff all over the place. But are they hung or are they like all organized? Some are hung. Are they, some are they are on the stove. Yes. The shit is, what I'm telling you is it's all, there's a lot of stuff, but it's all organized. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right. So the stuff is out, but when you want a potter pan, you know where it is and you can get it. And yeah. you can grab that is correct. I could cook wine. And you can play your music like with that, that pot or pan. We, yes. I endorse that. We have the first part. There's a lot of stuff, but we have no organization system right. and it's just a disaster. I fantasize about just being given the green light to throw two thirds of our shit away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have that green light yet. I would, I would, I would. No, we can get rid of a lot of stuff. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I would just back a U-Haul up and just get rid of everything. Cause it's like, w- what do we really need? You know, not much. Mm. Um, it's not that hard to get rid of a lot of shit in your house. One of the people just has to leave town. <laughs> um, that's when some stuff is happening. Yeah, in our it's life. really and like right. pretty rarely has Ayala come back and been like, "Where was that like, thing?" Well, <laughs> I have I have employed that strategy. So we had a we have a toy box and in the living room, and it just got full. I mean, and just and and then you know with kids, it's like stuff comes in your life constantly and just shit everywhere. And one day. I took a, a, a heavy-duty garbage bag, and I basically took everything in there that wasn't a big item and just filled it. And I put it in the garage just to see, like... Because if they're there, if the kids are there, they want everything. You know, they want... Oh, I haven't seen that. I need this. Right. I need to yeah, play Yeah, Ellis is always like, I need that fucking wheel right, right there. And you're like, you don't even have the thing, the car that yeah. belongs to that wheel. Or like, you know that, that baby toy with the thing and the donuts that stack on it? Yeah. It's like... It's like six months ago they need that. It's like you're you're not a baby you're anymore. You're 16 years old. You fucking need this. You know, so I when they weren't there, I filled it, put it in the garage. There's never been a single thing from that collection where they were like wondering where it was. And so you can right. sort of quietly shuttle things out of their lives. Well, with uh-huh. kids, one of the recommendations, I don't know if you do this, Greg, is I don't know if you do this. If it's the, recommended, I probably For the poodles yes. that you're watching, right. Lizzie. Or for Big Louie, Jeff. Thank you. Um, you're supposed to, you're like rotate the toys in and out so that like you know they play with these toys for however many months until they get tired of them and then it's like oh surprise new toys okay we have mom not talk. mastered what okay mom talk we have not ma- i know i should keep this on childish we have not mastered that though because that involves actually having like a system which is what well, we, we don't also have. don't have anywhere to put yeah like, i mean they have all these like hot wheels tracks and big sort of items that they don't really play with and i would love to get rid of them but at the very least, I'd love to store them, except we don't have anywhere to store them. So it just, oh, yeah, uh, check out the garage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a big myself. I have a toy box. You do? Yeah, because I used That's to smart. make these short avant-garde films on Instagram, and I had a magic eight ball, a slinky. Ooh. I have a talking bird. I, Not a real one. <laughs> I'm like, it's in a box in my closet. <laughs> check on but it. But I do have like a crate full of stuff like that. Yeah. And I think to myself, am I ever going to use this again? Mm-hmm. And I'm just keeping just, a slinky. I find right. a toy box to be, you can cram a lot of shit in it, mm-hmm. but it's hard to get the shit out. It actually reminds me, does anyone remember Lane Cedar Chess? Do you remember these? Wow. Do you remember I, the ads I was for never the no. lucky recipient of one. But... No, me neither. But there yes. were ads for them, like in Seventeen magazine, when we were growing up, and it would be a girl. It would be, it would be like a room, yes. like a very hazy room with a big window, and the sunlight's coming in, and she's sitting there, and she's got like her old toe shoes, 
and a photo album and then a Lane Cedar chest for your precious memories or moments. Right. The beginning of hoarding. Lane, yes. Lane Cedar chest. I would say this about the slinky. How, like, think about the maximum number of times you may need that slinky in the future versus the amount of like effort it's taking to store it and space it's taking. Like you can always find another slinky if, if the moment comes where you're like, you know what? I have a need, I need for a slinky. something creep down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just, <laughs> it, there's a lot of stuff like that. We hold on right. to like, there's going to be that time when I'm going to need it. And it's like often, okay, but could you just get another mm. one if that ever. That being said, when there is something I need mm. and I know I own it and I can't find it and I think maybe I've thrown it out, it makes me very sad. Except, mm. uh, let me counterpoint to that. All I ever do, half my life at least, is looking for shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, where is where oh. is X? And if you have less stuff, I think it's easier to find the stuff you need. That's why we only have two kids. Can I just say something very embarrassing? Because you would lose the other ones yes. if you had more than two. We'll be able to find them. Wow. Yes, please. Wow. Sorry. Way to step on my moment. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> please, go, please embarrass I, yourself. Can I confess something that I've never told anyone? Of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my wallet twice in two months. With what? Okay, maybe I shouldn't have said. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I'm so embarrassed. I don't I know if it like was stolen. If I lost it, oh, like lost it, like you, like and you never found it's gone. it. It's gone. Oh wow! I've, so I'm on my third. I'm about to get my third driver's license of the year and my third ATM card. Oh, yeah. wow. Are they suspicious at all? I feel like this should raise. Yeah, there's Flags. been a lot, lot of like, Lizzie Cooperman's really? crossing the border lately. I mean, I'm not suggesting that there's anything. Well, one was going I on. went on stage and when I went home, my my wallet wasn't in my bag, and I thought, oh, maybe I just like set my. You think it was stolen. I I don't know. Seems like it. I really don't know. And the reason I can't blame anyone else is that the second time it happened, I go to a laundromat because I do not have a washer dryer in my. T- Wallets <laughs> are never stolen at laundromats. Never, never. Mm-hmm. So it's a good place to go. <laughs> I, I put my stuff on top of the dryer. I left and I went to a coffee shop across the street and I was like, oh my God, my wallet's gone. Mm. So I went back to the laundromat. The woman was like, we have a video camera. It's so embarrassing. I was like, it was right on top of the dryer. I talked to the owner. I called the owner. I'm sitting in my car like, okay, maybe, you know, at least then I'll know it was stolen this time. Mm-hmm. The, he sends me the video. I f- grabbed my wallet. <laughs> I so, like, grabbed. We found who stole it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we found the culprit. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> and I truly believe at this point, I think it is ADHD. Yeah. And I don't want to just slap that diagnosis on myself, but I've been, when I was little, I lost my permission slip. Every field trip would be the teacher kind of tapping her foot, waiting for me as I went like this, like a blender with my mm-hmm. hands through my desk. I was pink pan. <laughs> yeah. So wait, do you think you lost it at the coffee shop then, or what? Yeah. How? Where did it go between when you grabbed it and yeah. the coffee shop? I have no, absolutely no clue. And you've never been diagnosed with ADHD. Well, the thing is, I just started going to therapy. I mean, I've had therapists in the past, and my primary doctor, at like six months ago, who I'm very close to, because he helped me through Lyme and all of that. He was like, I might recommend at this point that you get on Adderall. Mm, and I thought, oh that's kind of interesting that my primary doctor can yeah. see that I need Adderall <laughs> just from our brief <laughs> interactions. He, he shakes your hand and is like, here, I'm going to write you. Yeah, he's like, she's got the look in her eye. And so now I'm seeing a therapist who I'm hoping will 
refer me to a psychiatrist so mm. I can get on medication because it, it does feel I had that thought when I lost it. This has become unmanageable that I my mind is in such a, another realm that I don't have my belongings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The irony of you saying and, all this is I'm realizing that I don't have my glasses while oh. you're talking about this. And so that's why I'm like, I swear I had them before, though. You want me to go get them? Oh, could you? Where That'd be they? great. I don't know. Pull the tape from oh, the locker okay, room. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking yeah, that pull the tape. down <laughs> somewhere on the floor. I thought I brought them outside Wait, so that I could. Oh, they're in my pocket. Oh, okay. So, is this still is the show? Is the, sh- is the show still happening? Okay, yeah. my glasses is there are a in red Daniels. woven. <laughs> here's what Pocket. I think. Here's Thank what. You, this is yes. my theory because I believe I've done this before. Because I left the laundromat, I had my detergent, mm-hmm. I had my wallet, and I had my keys. I think I put my wallet on top of my car. Mm-hmm. In oh, retrospect, oh yeah, I looked in at, so that I could put the detergent, and then someone took it from the top of my vehicle. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. or I drove off. That's, what I, that's, a, that's where my mind went. I have done that with but, my car key before. Mm, I have put okay. my car key on top of the car and driven off. That's crazy it's, behavior. It's it's No, you have like the kid in one. It's mortifying because- But you have you, pockets. The, the car keeps fucking going. Yeah. The car keeps going. Yeah. And then you stop and you're like, I have no Oh, and that's key. the We've worst. We've done yeah. this because yes. for a while we only had one key. And so it would be <sighs> in my purse, but Daniel would be driving. So- we were able so to I like dropped going. you off. Yes, or something. he dropped me off, and then he couldn't, I couldn't start you, the car think, again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you get where you're going, yeah, and you shut the car off, then it you're just fucked. That's crazy. There should yeah. be a fucking sorry. I don't mean to excuse my compulsive swearing. Yeah. There should be something in the car that says, "Hey, the key is not anywhere near here." Right. It, I, I or think it's, it's ours left, says yeah, it's key. Left right. Ours will say key not detected, but only if you get into it without a key. Hmm. It won't do it when the key suddenly. Is gone. Yeah, yeah, like it should say, like he just flew off from the car or whatever. Can, are there sensors you can buy to attach to items to track? Oh I yeah, should yeah. Put yeah. Just yeah. Put a tile. Yeah, I should put a tracker on my yes. wallet. Absolutely, I've done that on a number of things. I put that on our one of those on our dog. I put one of those on our remote, like our Apple TV remote. I got a thing because those they make them teeny like tiny, teeny tiny. Yeah. Who's constantly losing it? So I just said. Fuck this, and you put the little air tag on it, and when you can't find it, you have it beep, and it's it'll. He beep. put one in I'm our kids' this. pockets and my purse when we went to Disneyland. <laughs> yep. I put them in their pockets because I was like, if they wander off, I'm not going to do that thing where I freak out. I'm just going to look and find them. That's brilliant, actually. Smart, yeah. I think I'm going to do that. And also, I was thinking wallet that connects to the to the keys. Oh yeah. Then you can lose all of them together. That connects to my leash. <laughs> like so, just emo style. Just put one on yourself so you can find yourself if you ever Wait, get lost. Wait, what? Thank you for letting me air that up because I've been holding <laughs> shame ar- around it. Because it's, think... it's embarrassing to me. I'm an adult. I I mm. have the veneer of control. Mm. <laughs> I've managed to, you know, create some kind of illusion that, I, you know, I'm. I, but I am getting from point A to point B, yeah. and I'm figuring it out as I go, and I'm dealing with the consequences. I do my taxes. <laughs> Keep good notes. I'm this sounds law, like this might be helping you. I'm a yeah. law-abiding citizen. <laughs> I care. I it, just... This is a rare crack. It's a rare crack in, in the, the veneer. veneer. Yeah. 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 But it's scary. But it's, it's scary. It's there. Yeah. And it's it has not gone away. I have ever. a question. Mm-hmm. This might have already been canvassed when I was freaking out about my glasses. Um... What was what did your GP notice that made him say you should get on Adderall? Like, what was he 
picking up on? I've known him for a long time. He just recommended it. And I said, he said, I think you likely have ADHD. Oh, okay. Like and adult said, onset ADHD? I I would guess that it's been there forever. Even me talking about, I want my bedroom to look like a hotel room. It's not going. To. I'm telling you now, I'll start. Well, it'll look like a hotel room where someone's been living there for a few, a few right. months. <laughs> Like with no housekeeper. Okay. I'm not sexually active. There's condoms all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, Steven uh, Tyler's passed out it. in the bathroom. This is part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else's cigarette burn marks on the bathtub. <laughs> so But I'm a, but but that's also not being consistently employed. If I were if I had a job that I were like, okay, I know this is, you know. I know I'm where I'm going to be at 10 a.m. every yeah. day. I think I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to like pay someone to help me mm. achieve it. But achieve the bedroom yeah. of your dreams. Yes. <laughs> Simple pleasures. Yeah. I mean, I would love to hire someone to just come in and spruce our place up. Really? I feel like the first thing yeah. they would do is they would say, you need to get rid of all this stuff. And then I want them to exactly. come in and get rid of our stuff, but I mean, in the that way that I want. Greg. Yes. I need a Heller update. So you're in Mar Vista. Mm, that's how, correct. Uh, I, I've been there a couple times in my life, but like, how does it compare to Venice? Because I feel like the listeners all had a sense of your Venice. What life. are the boundaries you of went Mar to Vista? Well, I always get a little what, confused. Well, that's okay. my question. It, like, let's listen. I always get a little confused. And I think Mar Vista is like between east of Sentinella, mm-hmm. south of Palms, west of Sepulveda. Right. If that, and, yes. And north there, of Washington. There's actually a lot of cute, north little, of cute little houses and areas and and stuff in there. We live in like a, a post-war on like a crazy, like tranquil domestic suburban street in right. Mar Vista. Yeah. That feels like it could be anywhere except for Los Angeles. Actually, kids yeah. playing in the street and that kind oh, of nice. stuff. Yeah. Um, it's radically different than living in Venice. Actually, it feels much calmer mm-hmm. and much more family-ish, and also much easier. <clears throat> just the drive from Venice to the freeway takes like half an hour during the summer. And Mar- I can get anywhere in the city in like half an hour, like right, much quicker. Right. Do you um, miss your neighbors playing cornhole? Oh! Those, na- those neighbors huh? moved mercifully. Um, they were nice people. Now, those are different than the Make It Worse Rob neighbors, right? Uh, that's the other side, yeah, Rob <laughs> and Kristen. Um, I have a funny story about those neighbors that's very AR. A-Y-N-B-S. Sure, Do you want to hear sure. it? Yes. Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. Oh, Rob and Kristen, those fucking people. Ella and I talked about them not that long ago, actually. Um, so is this a story about the cornhole or the make it worse? Yeah, I'm not going to tell you the names, but they're very nice people. Um, they played cornhole, but they were nice people. And um, during the pandemic when we had like a brand new baby like a brand new baby is everything okay out there allison i think there's a gardener i hate babies (laughs) and gardeners um we on the fourth of july so ellis would have been like three months old Mm -hmm. or something they had a party during covid and they Uh. were lighting off like really loud fireworks right outside of our house and I fucking like lost my shit. It was my first real dad moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I told them to to please like cool it or whatever. And then they lit off a few more and I ran outside and I went 
what the fuck are you doing? You know we have a fucking baby. Stop doing that right fucking. I like screamed at them. Yeah. I like I screamed at them. And then they went inside. And then our relationship with them was fractured. (laughs) And I I kept saying to Ayala, because I really liked them, I was like, I feel really badly about what happened. And she kept saying, yeah, you should feel really badly about what happened. Like you were... You did not need to yell at them in that way. You but lost. You already asked them. I I lost my composure in an unacceptable way. I understand. Um, she was like, nah, 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 nah. "This is the so." Anyway, we lived next door to them for another year and a half. Um, pretty. They ended up having a kid too. Um, and then oh, you should light some fireworks. Yeah. And then when we moved, <laughs> we were talking to them, and I said, "Hey." I never got the chance to formally apologize for what I did on the 4th of July two years ago. <laughs> and the guy went, oh, thanks. Oh, he did not accept your apology. And then we moved. And I, like, was distraught about it. I kept saying to Al, I was like, he didn't accept my apology. Like, he didn't, he didn't absolve me mm-hmm. of the guilt of what I did. And she was like, well, maybe he, like, doesn't want to. And I was like, it's not fair. <laughs> He should have absolved me of the guilt. He has a child now. He should have absolved me yeah. of the guilt of what I did. And he didn't do it. And I still think about it all the time. Do you wish you hadn't apologized? No, I wish he had just accepted my yeah. apology. I wish he had just said, I, I understand. It's okay. Don't worry about it. We didn't spend like the next two years thinking about it mm-hmm. every day. And every time we saw you, I wish he had just said that. Right. Do you have his phone number? I do. Should we call him right now? No. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. What if we call him on the show and you're like, well, first you let him know it's you by saying "f you," and then you're like, hey, you "Remember me?" Hey, just as a refresher, fuck, just fucking stop doing that. Oh, it's Greg. They moved to Florida, I believe, but um, I always wanted him to like really accept my apology right. and like, yeah, oh, he didn't yeah, do it. And it yeah. hurts. It still hurts me. A little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Like that hanging. Like you want those those things to be closed. You get yes. You want that chapter to but be closed. But also, like now. He has the power. He's got the upper hand. Yeah, he has the power. Totally. You have no moves left. That's right. Except unless you can somehow take your apology back, can you? I can't, no. And I'm never going to see this person again Mm -hmm. as long as I'm alive. But he has that power of me forever. Yep. And he was he was going to relish in that. What if he had absolved you too much? What if after that had happened, he Mm -hmm. sent you an edible arrangement (laughs) before you had a chance to apologize? (laughs) <laughs> then you'd be stuck in a never-ending thank you card cycle. Seriously. Or if he's or like, if he's, we're best friends now. Or if he said, you know what? I, to be honest with you, it turned me on a little bit. Ooh. Oh. I think probably the <laughs> thing I wanted him to say was just like, Get a little glimpse into your that. world. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so anyway, that was, that's my But story. here's the I'm thing, sorry. though. Like, in, especially when you have a, a newborn, you're not getting a lot of sleep. And that makes you crazy. Yeah, I actually don't think you're that much. I don't feel <laughs> for like. For some reason, I feel like you aren't the asshole that much in this story. I, yeah, I feel like he should have understood. He had a baby at that point. No. No, they did not have a baby yet. Oh, okay. So I can't. Let me just explain something to you. I like had a like a warp spasm. I was like in a fugue state. Or yeah, whatever. but, th- mm-hmm. but I mean, What's but that's what happens. I guess, isn't that a reference to Celtic mythology, to Cahulian? Sorry, you guys. I did uh, major I feel, in Celtic mythology. Yeah, I feel a like warp, I, it sounds like a orgasm that happens when you're like going at warp speed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I just accidentally created it. I just know that I I was fully capable of doing stuff like right. that during in the those months after ha- having a baby. I didn't because I have, I'm cool. Yeah, I, I know. You have shit. some restraint. <laughs> but um, I could have. Yeah. I feel that the addition of the F word heightens it. Mm-hmm. It adds vitriol. It does. Mm-hmm. I was aggressive. I was yeah. aggressive. I was aggressive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my story about them. Are there any more? 
Just me uh, or everyone? <laughs> can I ask you a question? Because you're talking about your home. And I, not to drag us back to the pots and pans, but while you were describing Please. it, I was wondering, how do you feel about the overhanging mm. pots yeah. and pans, that kind of contraption? I do not feel great about them. And can I tell you why? Please. Um, I have a weird anxiety about things that sway. Mm. Um, when I was still a music journalist and I used to tour with bands, the swaying of RVs was very unsettling to me. And yet you love boats. Um, I love boats. But one of the things I'm most afraid of, and this is so niche, you know those stoplights on the East Coast that are suspended on wires? Yes. Yes. I live in like abject terror of those. Uh, like they're they, going to fall on you or something? I don't like the motion and the way that they sway. Mm-hmm. I, I really dislike that. And huh. when, when we were kids and we lived in Sherman Oaks, a tree in our backyard came loose and smashed into our house. Oh. And I think that might be like the root of it, but I have hmm. like a real anxiety about things that sway. Is, Is it, it an earthquake thing living in California? Maybe. Perhaps. Are you afraid of them dropping or just you find the swaying unsettling? I find the swaying to be like a lack of control that I can't reconcile. Hmm. Hmm. How do you feel about something that's my personal uh, thing I hate? A water bottle rolling around in the back of your car while you're driving. I dislike it. I can't stand I it. it. I have to pull over. But I don't have like an existential no, it's anxiety. Right. It's not related. Yeah. My car is so jam-packed, there would be no room for it to roll. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> great. That's great. <laughs> then you, you then you are living it's your best life. snug in the garbage. Problem yeah. solves itself. Right. Um, you know, so if people want to hang their pots, I understand the idea of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, this will sound really like shitty rich people stuff, mm. which is not intended to do. But at a certain point, if you get certain pots and pans, you like want to look at them all the time. Mm. Like Le Creuset? For, yes, for enameled cast iron, if that's oh. your thing. But you want <laughs> to like nice try, look at the, you want to like look at them and they give me a sense of like, oh, I'm going to look at the, I'm going to cook something in that today. Well, oh, just tell I, us some names of these aspirational oh, yeah. pots and pans. I'm certainly not in tan carpet company. No, green pan? No. no. Green <laughs> pan. Green pan. Um, Check no. yourself a little Wait, bit. Wait, what are the other, what, uh, the always pan? <laughs> never. never, okay, never. Yeah. What are the other hip pots and he- pans? Was it hex clad? Hex clad? Mm. All clad. All, all clad, good for stainless steel. Car- Copper-bottomed uh, pots and pans. Copper is kind of a waste of money, actually. If you have a tremend- they're, they, they're good for stock pots. If you have a tremendous amount of money, but they're not necessary. Jeff, do you, would you like to guess any pots and pans? I'm drawing a blank. I'm trying span to add pan. to this joke. But- What's a span pan? Is there a span pan? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, there's something that's like, <laughs> Let's if just you can't afford pots Le Creuset, Le Creuset. Stab? Yes, that's what Stab. I'm thinking of. Just as expensive. Okay. Um, but they're very nice. So they're what are your nice. pots and pans of choice? Greg Heller. Anilon. Um, Calphalon. Mm, um, mm. I do. I don't, this is a weird thing to talk about. I don't know. I'm feeling or, very Lizzie lost her wallet self-conscious about really? this. Really? Is, um, uh, is this the crack in the, in the Heller veneer um, you're about to encounter? Heston? Never Whoa, heard of it. Look at you over like, there, as Heston. In, as in NRA Charles? Yeah. No relation. I think it's spelled different either. Catchy lyric, that one. Isn't that what Charlton Heston said? Oh, did he? I don't know. Remember, his whole thing was about cop killer. I'm about to, he gave that speech, he was like, I'm about to bust some shots off. I'm about to dust some cops off. Catchy lyric or something like that. Can you Um, find that, Jeff, if it's He's a real piece of shit, that guy. Yeah. Mm. Um, But you like his pans. No, he does. He has nothing to do with these pans. Not Not convinced. Not convinced. Um, There's a lot of good cast iron being made. Mofter, Bourget, make nice pans. Oh, look at you. Mofter and Bourget. Particularly for 
uh, carbon steel. And what? Yeah. And she likes silver. Color. Color. Yeah. No, you a- <laughs> you really have to have, you build your kitchen around like five or six basic mm. types of pans. Oh, okay. Stainless steel, mm-hmm. carbon steel, mm. cast iron, mm. nonstick, actually surprisingly essential, and enameled cast iron. What's your nonstick of choice? Uh, Heston. Heston. Heston Heston. Yeah. And knives, brands, brand knives, knife brands. Oh, yeah. Knife brands. And then we're going to get into utensils. Well, mm-hmm. I've, we're going to really I've, drill down. I've lobbied back and forth between Japanese carbon steel knives and some of the newer American knife makers. But right now, New West. Mm-hmm. I think are making the sort of the best, most mm-hmm. cookable, most usable knives. Sure. And where, how do you feel about like Global and Wusthof? And then we can stop talking about this. Wusthof are clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, they're fine if you want like a really heavy knife, but they're uh-huh. clunky. Um, they're too heavy. I don't think they're balanced. Um, Global, I've never used, but I find they look novelty to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've they're the ones with the like dimples in the yes. handle. Yeah, I never used one of those. So, but what brand of Japanese carbon steel? Or is that a brand? No, that's not. That's a type of knife. And they're like just a bunch of like Japanese knife makers. But carbon steel is a knife you really have to commit to using. Mm-hmm. Uh, just what does making, that mean? Just making drops over here. <gasps> what about uh, a Harry Carey knife? Mm, yes. Yeah, what's your favorite? For Yeah. for What's the last knife you ever want to use? Harry Carey. Is, is that how you say it? Is it Harry? Harry, Harry, Harry. I don't know. I don't want to say. Oh, it. I don't know. Yeah. Harry Carey was the announcer for the. For the oh, Chicago right. Times. I think it is Harry Carey. Yeah. You're right. I think they in Harold and Maude. Isn't there some reference? Holy cow! They say Harry. <laughs> there you go. Maybe not. Probably Harry Carey. Um, I'm very snobby about cookware, but I use it all every single day. So I feel That's like good. I can be. Harry Carey sounds like a, it would have been a garbage pail kid. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or Mary Carey's dad. I think of hanging pots and pans as a very 90s type of mm. kitchen. Mm. Like, uh, so I should take down my Halloween decorations? <laughs> what if I, I just have pots and pans hanging outside my room? And I like them on the exterior. <laughs> yeah. So you have to go outside to get yes. you. Yes. Get a little bit of exercise. I'm going nuts. Trying to remember, this is my own personal hell. I know no one cares. Trying to remember the names of the other similar to um, uh, whatever pan I said where Greg was like, no, it's not the always pan. It's the uh, green pan. What, there's like oh. four of them that are similar to that. Yeah. What? For the oh. most part. I think your phone on the table is making a little. Is it? For the, yes. My phone is off. My phone is off. For the something most part. Something. If it, you, Jeff just gave me that. For the most part. Good cookware is expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of it and it lasts forever. That's like kind of the honest truth about it. Most of the things you see, if it's like, this is a cooking hack and this is a, they're, they're bullshit. Right. Like that's why Le Creuset is so popular because they're good and they last forever. My right. Le Creuset stuff is, my kid's going to have it when he's older. That's just kind of like the brutal truth. If you're really into cooking, you have to spend a lot of money on like five things. I feel that way about a lot of things though. Like, you know, a pair of boots. Yeah. You know, you could buy a cheaper pair of boots, but it won't last. Or you could get a more expensive one, and it'll last you forever. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the last thing you cooked? Well, last night I made Korean stir-fried squid. Wow. Oh, yes, you posted the squid. I went, went and bought there two were... pounds of okay. squid, cleaned it yesterday. And... Were there some eyes in the squid? Yes, yeah, squid like I saw can a couple see. Eyes. Yeah. Wait, have... oh, my God. Squid have two eyes. Did you eyes. cook the eyes? No, you don't eat the eyes. 
you eat the tentacles and the body. You just chop the... Yeah. Did you know? Do you pop the eyes out? Like, how do you get the eyes out of the squid? You no, you just, you just cut the head off and above the tentacles, and you remove the beak. <laughs> oh. The beak? Squid is like one of the most commonly, it's one of the most commonly eaten food in the world. Uh, not by me. God. The creatures in the ocean can fuck off, all of them. Yeah, if you ever like grab a live squid, and I do this all the time when I'm fishing, they can fuck you up. Really? Why yeah. How? Because you, you use them as bait, mm. and you pull them out of a bait tank, and they'll wrap themselves around your hand and bite your hand. Squid can fuck you up. Wait, do they, are their teeth like sharp? No, the beak. The well, the beak is like it's Super hard. Sharp, yeah. Caraway yeah. is the name of the brand I was thinking. Yeah, the name of the pan. I mean, we're on to something new. Huh? Yeah, I know, but I have been left behind. Okay, Greg, yes, our son Allison. Owen is obsessed with scallops, not to eat, just the, as they move in, in the, the ocean, ocean. Live scallops. Did you know? And I'm sure you do. They have eyes. I did know that. Yeah, isn't that crazy, Lizzie? Oh, wow. Jeff, did you know scallops have eyes? No. Yeah, they Many. have like 200 eyes 200. around. The yeah. perimeter or the rim of their shell, and it's like some researchers think they can even receive images on their little mm. tiny, gross crustacean eyes. Well, what the fuck else can they do with their eyes? Um, no just way. like I think, just light and dark. So they can see more than just images. Tones. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, like they, they can, can see do like a us. Full MRI. <laughs> They can see your a, soul. A magnetic resonance a squid, scallop. A squid or imaging center. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why are you wheeling me into this giant shell? Oh my it's God. the latest technology. Wow. Yeah. I, as opposed to like a very rudimentary eye. That no, would I just understand. See he got really into watching like videos of, of scallops. Like Scallops are cool. They're crazy fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're crazy wow. fast. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> and they swim like a deflating balloon. They're yeah. They're <laughs> yeah, they're going to go in weird directions. What else? Do you still go to the farmer's market? Have you seen Montreal? I live one block from the farmer's market. Oh we moved God. behind the farmer's market, mm-hmm. actually. Now, Montreal, I think, has been exiled from the farmer's okay. market. I have a theory that he might have got me too at the farmer's market. Oh, yeah. Really? I think you mentioned this. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to squeal. No, it's fine. The scenario. Me too the Do you still market. go to the and, and not scenario. 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 I like that. Fancy. <laughs> Do you still go to Rainbow Acres? I do go there, yes. Do they give you the side eye when you walk in? This is a, a place that, the only place that Greg's ever left a lengthy Yelp review. Yeah. Oh. Two very lengthy Yelp oh, reviews. Not, le- not negative, su- suggestive. Suggestive. Yeah, constructive right? criticism. Constructive. Yeah. Constructive. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah. Um, I do go there, and their policies have gotten worse. Mm. Coffee is now behind the counter, and you have to show a slip for purchase of coffee. They've gotten more paranoid. Mm. Um, I, perhaps NCB. as a result. Yeah. Is, is that the changing nature of Venice is making them put the coffee behind the counter, do you think? I don't know. You know, I guess maybe just in general. Like when it's like the hack thing of going to Walgreens and every single thing is behind plastic, right? right. right. You have to literally hit the button to get every single oh, thing. So hacky of Walmart. When I went in. Walmart. So <laughs> hacky. It is sort of like it's sort of like a hack thing to reference, but yes. it is truly annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself to them. Just, oh, Yeah. Do it, Jeff. No dice. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. But they still have those good breakfast burritos. They do have really good breakfast burritos. Okay. I was on the search for one yesterday. Mm. You should head to Venice. I know. Yeah, it's not worth it. They're not not drive all the way to Venice good. (laughs) The city is redolent Mm -hmm. with great breakfast burritos. It's true. It's true. Let's do... I don't know. Have you done Yes, Please or Oh, Please with us, Greg? I have, yes. Uh, Lizzie, have you done this segment? Okay. Lizzie, how tall are you? Five seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. You are? I think so, yeah. Maybe five six. She, she doesn't have her driver's license, so she's shorter? not sure. No, I I would think you're taller. Really? I think of you as tall. I think of you as like five ten. 
Really? Do you I think you have issues. People have said that to me before. You have tall energy. I have good posture. Mm. Actually, you know what? Before yeah. yes, please or oh, please. Wait, can I say something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I one time, I one time dated a girl who was six feet tall. Mm. Um, and one time I asked her if it bothered her that I was short, and she said, "I don't act my height." Oh. Hmm. How did you feel I think about that's that? That's true. And I've thought about that. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But I've like at the time I was like, Oh, yeah. you don't. I thought she was saying she doesn't. So she's no, like no. meeting she you did. at your level. Yeah. She was saying I did not. Yeah. And I've thought about it before. And I think I think at the time I felt good about it. Actually. Yeah. But I don't have any hang up about being short. I never think about being short. It is sort of a backhanded and like wait. It really is, is that an yeah. insult? Yes. Right. Like yeah. actually. Mm, right. I have a problem. Well, it's it, but it's similar to someone saying like, Oh my God. When you say how old you are, and they're like, oh, my God, you look so much younger, which I still do take as a compliment, but it's still acknowledging that your chronological age is <laughs> like obscenely yes. old. But what would, do you want short, the person to say, no, Jew you are Mexican? <laughs> but no, you want them to. You want them to, to assume yes. you're lying? No, you I <laughs> do don't you want the person to be like, it's impossible, physically impossible that you're that age. I don't believe you. Is that the response you want? Yeah. Uh, that, well, would, that would feel good. Well, when you're 24, it's like you want people. It's like, yeah, I'm 24. It's All cool. Right. Like you can recognize that I'm this age. But when you're, you know, in your 40s, 50s, then it's like you want them to think like, what? Right. I thought 33 at the most. Right. Yeah. I, I can tell you, like, well, pretty honestly, like I don't, I don't care. Right. I don't mm-hmm. care. And that maybe that's How because nice I'm a dude. You. I think yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah because I'm a dude. I don't but care also, either. But also, my gender, my factor in it. You're not aging much. I am aging quite a bit. Actually. I don't notice you it. You actually look younger than yeah. the last time I saw you. Is it the hat? And, and, I, and <laughs> you don't have to reveal your secrets on air, mm-hmm. but I believe there probably are a few. <laughs> no, I'm Three beers and a joint every day. That's it. Honestly, your skin is remarkably good for someone who spends as much time outside as you do. It's the bucket hat. Oh my hat. God, it's the, he got the fishing line thread left. Yes. Um, do you have thread lefts? Do you know I don't what know that what that is. is. Oh. Thread is that lift? the thing where they stitch your eyebrows on? No. There's a thing where oh, they no, like... that's threading. Oh. Or like oh, microblading. Yeah. No, thread, thread lifts, lifts, they like down. stick thread in your face and like pull it up. And it's yeah. supposed to be like a facelift, but apparently it doesn't last very long. And it's like horrifying. And is it about. like they, they put little screws on here so every now and then you can just tighten Like it. in oh. Brazil. They put a button. Yes. Well, they do it here too. A little more. No, 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 no. I meant like in the film Brazil. Oh. That's what... Yes. But isn't that what Kath... Hellman. Hellman, thank you, has in Brazil. She has some sort of a facelift that has like tightening knobs. Oh, oh I didn't she? know that. Wow. But Catherine Hellman from Who's the Boss? Yeah, she's wow. great. Mona. I, I came here to reference obscure 80s films and Celtic like mythology, that. yeah. Are you watching Golden Bachelor? No. Okay. Do I need to? I watched two episodes and there is a lot of weeping. Oh, wow. I think there might be weeping on the regular Bachelor yeah, as well. there is. But this is vi- a different kind of is is it just because they've experienced so much loss by this point? <laughs> like, yes. You know, there's like... a scene where they put on a clothing rack and they're like, and you ladies, go pick out whatever outfit. And everybody's lost someone close to them. Oh, yeah. Exactly. They're like, pick Jesus. out an outfit that most, you know, can show Gary, like your true self. Is his name Gary? <laughs> yes. And it's spelled G-E-R-R-Y. Get out of here with that pa- shit. Alice That's Jerry. Jerry. Paula you... Thompson had the Tompkins. best. Tompkins oh. had the best tweet about this it right? was like something like golden bachelor is the only show where there would be like a where there 
would be a need for a need for like a gene and a gene n <laughs> oh wait that's so funny i know my friend marianne was a joke marianne sierk she was like ethel k will you accept this rose <laughs> ethel m yes like and just one by one but what is crazy is so they all pick out these different outfits that are supposed to you know represent a part of themselves mm-hmm. and one woman puts on a wedding dress and then just starts oh, sobbing <laughs> No. And she's like, I just, and she's like, it's not even a bad cry. I'm just thinking about the last time I was in a wedding dress. You know, it's like a different game. They're playing. This sounds fun. And it's interesting also to watch real faces on television. Like people Mm -hmm. who aren't, you know, a lot of these women, most of them are probably not getting injectables and stuff like that. So you're seeing like necks, Mm -hmm. you know. Human necks. Yes, you're seeing, there's a little... It feels very human. I will say at the end, because they all have to stand there, and I can only imagine how long they stand on those, like, risers for the rose ceremony. Yeah, it must be a long time. Oh, my God. Like, I've thought of that before. Like, I would I would be like, I need to sit down for a minute. Yeah. This woman, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's such a, what a niche fear that is. If I ever I, made it on The Bachelor, and I got on the riser, I would have to stand there for so long. That's like, I've been like, I can't believe they have to stand yeah. there like this. Because mm. I've been... I was on a competition show where I had to stand on risers. Oh wait, you did two. last comic standing, right? Yes, and I also had I this I this used to actually be the closer in my act. I talked about how my agent made me audition for Are You Hot? That was a show so millions oh of God. years ago. Oh my God! And it was so it, it was I was living in Minnesota. I had to like go to the mall and audition mm-hmm. and like get an outfit. And what was the premise of that show they tell you <laughs> if it was they literally tell you if you're hot did and in my mind you? i was like wait i'm an artist <laughs> so did you so t- please tell oh, us yeah about well i'll tell you but it, it's also like it's in the joke so i'm sorry mm-hmm. to be repeating a joke no, no, but no. I'll, I'll have to kind of it's a physical joke so i'll have to kind of explain it to you but my agent was like so you have to go on stage and say what your sexiest quality is and i was like really what should i say I felt like I didn't even fit in there at all. And she goes, not one person yet has said their butt. <laughs> and I go, that one person is not going to be me. And she goes, you don't have to say anything. She goes, when you when they ask you what's your sexiest quality, just go like this. <laughs> and that thing where you lick your finger, <sighs> put on your butt, make a sizzle noise. So like. <laughs> that is a hot move. I got to say. So I got on stage. Are you sure this person was an agent? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. she did. work. She did work part time at a dog food store. <laughs> yeah. So I go out on stage. Well, this oh is the worst God. part. Uh, I go out on stage and they go, Lizzie, what is your sexiest quality? And I was nervous and I accidentally touched my butt, then licked my finger, <laughs> then made a sizzle noise in the air. And so I go, they were like, what? Like it just didn't translate at all. And I said, I go, my butt. I lick my butt. That's hot, right? I only looked like I licked my butt and tasted it. (laughs) (laughs) That is is such a good story. Oh my god, that is your that is your closer. It was years ago. I haven't I haven't done it long, but I should bring it back. Yeah, that will slaughter. (laughs) That's so good. Yeah. Wait, did you get on? No. Or was that the show? That That was was the show. That was. I don't, I don't even know what, if they were filming it. I don't remember. I just remember racing to the small, signing papers, and doing this thing. So I never saw the show. I, don't, I, I, I feel that if I had, were on that show, I would hear about it. 
because I also, during that time, got duped into doing a commercial that I did for a video store that I didn't know was a pornographic <laughs> video store. And <laughs> when did you when discover it? Came it? Out, this is so crazy. Sorry to. I, no, please. I, okay, no, 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 please. This, okay, yeah. okay. I this was when I lived in Minneapolis. I was like at an open mic, and this guy was like. Like he goes, how would you like to be in a commercial? And I was like, oh my god, that's like almost what I went to school for because I went to school for acting or whatever. So he goes, go to this video store tomorrow. And, but he also goes, can you do your makeup a little bit better than it is right now? And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> and he goes, and wear something like he's like, do you have like a tube top? And I was like, yeah, I have a tube. I have a red tube top. So I go, do you home. have clothes? Can you leave them all at home <laughs> and show up naked? So I show up in a red tube top, and I'm supposed to say Minnesota's number one source for movies is video lease. Then I'm standing in this little cubby and I'm like, we have the biggest selection in the Twin Cities metro area. And he goes, and wink. Wink when you say that. I can't really wink. but And I also had to like pull out a movie and I chose adaptation. I remember I was like, we have the biggest selection. <laughs> then the final shot was me sitting on the counter of the video mm-hmm. store and I was like, whatever you're looking for. And I remember him directing me going, can be found at video lease. So you're supposed to yell it? It was just like a dynamic right. way of saying it can be found at video lease. Mm-hmm. So then time went by. He paid me probably two hundred dollar mm-hmm. flat rate. I was performing. It, were you expecting residuals? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I think it was also like my first on camera thing mm-hmm. I ever booked. Right. So I'm on stage at at a comedy club, and I get off stage, and someone's like, "Oh my god, that girl is," th-. and it was me on the TV in the bar. And it was like, Minnesota's number one source for movies is video lease. Then suddenly it starts flashing X, X, X. <laughs> then I'm standing in the cubby and I'm oh like, comedy, drama, and much, much more. And it starts scrolling. It's like, butt plugs, girl on girl. And then it was like the beginning of Star Wars. <laughs> I, I, like, in a butthole, of, far, yeah, far away. In a butthole. <laughs> That's so funny. I've I've done talked about this at storytelling shows too, but I'm like it was it, it was crazy. And then the yeah. final image, I'm sitting on the desk, and it's like four hour long DVDs, twenty four ninety five. Oh, and I was so embarrassed. And I I called my mom, and I was like, Mom, I want because I was like, Oh my god, people have seen this. Yeah. I was like, Mom, I'm in a commercial, and she goes, I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I go, why didn't you say anything? And she goes, because I was ashamed. And it it was awful. It was on all the time. Oh, God. Like, after, like, late night shows. Did did you ever contact this guy and say, why did did you do that? No. No? Do you have his number? Should we call him now? (laughs) I actually, he wouldn't be hard to track down. He's kind of, like, around. Like, he's kind of a public figure. Yeah. Is it Joe Francis? I feel like he, I honestly feel like this guy would try to Got it. sue me. I really do. We, would is we it know Kirk who Cousins? Is? Um, I don't. Seymour Butts. I don't think you know who he is. However, I found out he was kind of featured in a possibly a little bit of a mocking way on a popular TV show. Hmm. So we can. Oh, is it uh, the guy from? You're probably not going to say though. Is it from um, Pam and Tommy? No. Okay. Why did you ask about Joe Francis? I was just thinking of like skeevy public uh, yeah. people. Yeah. No, not that. Not that okay. one. No, all right. not at all. I'll... We'll have to ask you after the show. Yeah. All right. So this is what I, I well, we can do yes, please. Or, we're going to have to just do this stuff fast. 
When you were last on, not when you were last on, but many times ago, you told us what our candy energy was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, like, what candy bar you think each of us likes. Yeah. And from me, you're picking up on big Snickers energy. Yes. Which I actually don't like Snickers, but maybe eventually I will realize right. I do because I think that you're spot on. Could you please, given that Halloween is this yes. month, assess Greg and Jeff's candy energy? Oh, my God. Okay. Mm. Mm. I'm getting two things for Greg right now. Mm. I'm getting Andy's mint. And I'm also getting a Skittle. I'm a Joe's cat. That's man's dog. I'm a Joe's cat. That's man's dog. I'm a Joe's cat. That's man's dog. A- that's how I remember which one has nuts. <laughs> um, well, not Andy's mints, but peppermint patty is oh. a big thing for me. Yeah. Which is very close. Wow. You know what's so funny? This morning, my son said to me, what candies do you want for Halloween? And I said, peppermint patty and nerds, which are remarkably similar to Andy's. Yeah, you were right in the ballpark. Wow. You were like real close. Wow. Is he going to go get these candies for you when he's in the neighborhood? He was telling me which ones I had to buy to give out so that he could have them. Can I make a nerds complaint? Because I hadn't bought nerds since I was probably 15. Well done. Thank you. we got nerds and it's a big box. Maybe the small boxes are still this way. And it was just like, they were all, the flavors were all mixed Co-mangled, yeah. It didn't have the two sides. Yeah, there. they didn't have the two sides. Yeah, yeah it's That's fucked. Yeah. The whole fun of nerds was is the, the two, two sides. sides. Yeah, I agree. I didn't realize they've done valid, this. It's a valid and the little slidey thing to right. open it. Right. Right. right? Mm. So maybe they still have those, but. Mm. One to keep your driver's license in and one for <laughs> ATM cards. Yes. Exactly. All right. Um, Wait, do Jeff. Yeah, yeah. What, are you, what are you getting for Jeff? Okay, now I'm a little worried about what I'm about to say for Jeff because I think that I set it for Daniel. It's okay. Well, I can't remember. What People can have, have the same candy. I, I, so my mind started with Butterfinger, honestly, and then it went to Reese's. I love Reese's more than anything. Okay. Okay. Wow. But so I, maybe I, I was getting Butterfinger here. I like, but then I like I Butterfinger got... a lot, but Reese's peanut butter cup, that is 100% yeah. my favorite candy. That, by oh, number one. Wow. Jeff, one. Okay. Jeff, yeah, okay. I was thinking I literally, peanut, butter cho- peanut butter and chocolate. I'm still getting Butterfinger here. I literally <laughs> okay. And I think it was I don't affecting like, me. I, I, I have to say I prefer Reese's, but I, I love your commitment to the Butterfinger. Jeff, yes. what kind of Reese's? Like, what's the best of all the varieties they have now? Oh, the regular ones. The, the, original, the original, right? Yeah. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. And... There, there are really tiny ones now. I don't like those. The proportions are off. The like proportion- the unwrapped ones? No, they're, they're like little baby size okay. ones now. It's just way too much chocolate. The regular, the small cup ones, those are fine. The regular normal size ones are fine. And I think they're like giant ones too. There's like mm-hmm. the double thick ones. Yeah, and there's like, like there's like an egg one for Easter and things <laughs> like that. Yeah. But I like just the... the, a straight the one. There's a huevos. Yeah. Reese <laughs> I typically yes, like white chocolate. I know that I'm in the minority not. here. But the white chocolate peanut butter, not no. good. No. You know, that's like the best troll. We've talked about that, right? I have like a list of my favorite trolls. I don't know about this. And when you meet chocolate snob people, you have mm. to tell them white chocolate is your oh. favorite chocolate because they will always say, well, it's not really chocolate. What are your other trolls? Really cho- Wait, aren't you one of those though? You like um, your percent, percent cacao. No, I'm not self-righteous about, about stuff in that okay. way. But um, if you ever meet chocolate people and they're talking about like huge chocolate and all this shit they get at Erewhon, always say, oh my God, I love white chocolate. Yeah. And then wait. <laughs> and they will always go, well, white chocolate isn't really chocolate. Did you know that? It doesn't have enough cacao or whatever. My other favorite one <laughs> is to go on every website of people who connect 
who collect um, like snakes and spiders mm-hmm. and to say, oh my God, it's so poisonous. It looks so poisonous. Oh my God, it looks so, but just over and over and over again because every one of them will go, it's not poisonous, it's venomous. It's not poisonous. And it's like, if you say it, they like have to respond. I love that. So sometimes when I'm really bored or whatever, I'll go on Instagram and I'll find all the spider people <laughs> and I'll just be like, oh, that spider looks so poisonous and just like start counting backwards from 10. <laughs> and it'll just be like, it's not poisonous, it's venom, it's not poisonous, it's venom, it's not poisonous, it's just over. It's so fun. It's the be- They're so triggered by the difference between poisonous mm-hmm. and venomous. I think you're, I don't, I- I think the argument could be made that that's not even cruel for you to do that because I think these people are dying to yeah. have that conversation yeah. and you're just like yeah. letting them have it. It could what be they, a service. It could yeah, be a service. Like, yeah, what, you're just lobbing one out there for them. It you're could like, be a service. Give them an easy one. They're like, why do I have this knowledge if I, it's not to deploy against someone <laughs> yeah, who's, yeah, yeah. you know, wrong? Anyway, I would encourage anyone listening to flood their um, <laughs> favorite spider or snake person with this looks so poisonous. I need to tell you guys about BetterHelp, and then we're going to do a quick yes, please, or oh, please, and then we got just me or everyone. We have so much to get to. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? I've certainly felt that way before. (laughs) (laughs) It should be noted that Greg just nodded at Lizzie. Like, you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Uh, I am a huge proponent of therapy. It has helped me immensely. I encourage it for anyone who's open to it and even people who aren't open to it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash best friend today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash best friend. Uh, okay. I want to also mention I have merch available. I have a merch store that is up and running and live. It's got t-shirts, mugs, stickers, hoodies, tanks, water bottles, pint glasses, and other stuff. And people have been sending me pictures of them wearing this stuff, and it makes me so happy. Uh, so go check it out. Greg, we have a four avocados mug. Yeah. How much money am I making off that shit? <laughs> <laughs> You've yet to see a cent. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Uh, but- no Stand by the statement, by the way. Yeah. Many years later. So but people are loving it. Uh, go So if you go to my website, alisonrosen.com, you will see uh, easily things to click on to We're gonna take you to the merch We're going to have t-shirts with Greg's face on it. Yeah. No, no, nothing. Can I have a little bit of your DNA? Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know why. Right. Sure, that's fine. Great. Um, someone collect that water bottle. Yeah. I dropped gone. a few toenails here anyway. You just pick them up when I leave. Perfect. Okay. So yes, please, or oh, please. Oh. Is where we discuss controversial right, topics, okay. hot takes, no diplomacy. People have been canceled for this segment. It's the hot topics of the day. All right, we all right, we your- get it. What are they? Is it yes, please? <laughs> that? Oh, oh, please. That's much crap. Solicited these on patreon.com slash Alison Rosen. Patreon. Yes, please, or oh, please. Patchouli. And this was sent Ooh, in by Bottle so Green Jaguar. That's a good one. Would anyone like to go first? Oh, God, please let me go first. Okay. No. No. Oh, no. Please. No, please. Oh, oh please. please. Whatever. I am not sensitive to smells, but the smell of patchouli 
makes me want to die from the inside out. Mm. It just reminds me of like pea-soaked subway stations in Philadelphia. Just ugh, like the. I'm sorry if that's your thing. Like pea-soaked subway stations are my thing. Yeah, like mm. just, uh, oh. niche fetish. Yeah, is patchouli a like? The, is patchouli oil still a thing, or is that just the catch-all for like how a certain sect of people smell? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's patchouli, a good question. I don't think patchouli like it feels very like nineties. Don't smell it's, it as much it's a, anymore. It's a thing. It's a thing. Right. Yeah, I, it's been a while since I've smelt been it. By yeah. it. Similar yeah. to nag champa. I feel like there are a lot of other smells that people are soaking themselves in. Yes. Like there are a lot more options now, mm-hmm. so people are trying those. But you know right, what I think has replaced it. The smell of Myers lemon. Oh yeah. Oh, sometimes I smell someone and I'm like, oh, I know that you use that Myers lemon soap or whatever. <laughs> Talk about Miss Myers. Miss Myers, yeah. yeah, lemon verbena. Yes, I can smell that on people the way I used to smell. Oh, that's interesting. Patchouli. With the patchouli oil, were, would people just literally like put the oil on them, or would so. they have? product that smelled like it and they would use the product. Is it an essential oil? <laughs> well, that's a yeah. question. I mean, like essential oil. Is it an essential oil or is it a mix? I don't know. Well, you can get it as a yeah, as an oil. Yeah. I like I like unessential yeah, oil. Inessential, oil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The ones you just don't need. Nobody right. needs. Uh, what is an essential oil? I don't really know. Olive oil is the only one I really think no, is essential. No, I don't I think no, it's like I think it's the essence of something. Some um, I could be wrong. Some oils can be used medicinally also, mm. like oregano oil, for example, will burn you if you don't dilute it, but it can kill bacteria. It's very hot right now. Oregano oil? Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. are recommending oregano oil. Yes. <clears throat> I've dipped into that world. Yeah. yeah. And? I don't know if it did anything. Is it disgusting? This was li- my Lyme world, which went on for years. Yeah, it was bad, but I I diluted it mm-hmm. um, and it was still like felt like it burned a little bit jackie johnson with him you were on the show just last mm-hmm. last time burned by oregano oil so how, what do you guys she uh expired because of oregano oil no she was her kid is sick but she's not and she credits her not getting it to the oregano oil and really bee pollen or something what i don't know that's not just telling you what she told me uh what do you guys think of patchouli oil oh yeah I just don't feel like I encounter it enough to have an opinion. Yeah. Sorry, you have to have an opinion. Oh, That's the whole point of this. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Not not the the fuck yourself one. Okay, yes. doesn't. Oh, I, I wouldn't want my like somebody that I'm around to have it on. All right, mm-hmm. Lizzie. I'm an O oh, please. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I smell it, I know what's gonna follow. Someone like a coming drum toward me with like a satchel. Or something. Oh, you know what? This is actually an excellent point, though. It does it does tell you something, mm-hmm. and it forewarns you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That if a person like smells really heavily of it, you know, like I probably should keep this conversation really short. Or, yeah. Or whatever this person is trying to sell, or if they want to talk about music, right. I should yeah. flee or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a commitment to a lifestyle. Yeah. There's it's interesting too because I do tarot. I feel like I don't like the tarot aesthetic. Oh yeah. You should be all about patchouli and yes. incense yes. and and like beads and right. wind chimes. And sometimes mm-hmm. I just go, tarot and all of that, that's one thing. That's been assigned this aesthetic mm-hmm. of like someone who would wear like a flowy skirt with like tiny mirrors attached to it, a belt with no, a chain like, attached. I, can yes. I just tell you, I like really understand what you're talking about because there is something really problematic when you love something, but you don't feel mm. akin to its subculture. Yeah. Yes. Um, I love death metal. I loved, I spend like hours and hours and hours listening to death metal. But if I hang out with death metal people, they just assume I don't know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't like the I don't like embrace the subculture. Right. Ah. 
Um, so I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. Thank you. That is how I felt when I liked the Dave Matthews band. The David Matthews band. Uh, I swear I said Dave Matthews, but somehow David came out. It sounds like David. Um, I went to one show and I'm like, I can never be around these people again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. And now I don't, I'm right. not really a Dave Matthews fan. I think I, I'm, maybe I've, I might have told you the story at some point, but time is the great thief. It really robs your memory. But Poetic. one time Rancid was playing like a really oh. small club show in LA. Did I tell you this? No, but I can um, feel many it. Many years ago. And I couldn't get tickets, and I found a guy on Craigslist, and I went and bought a ticket from him, and he worked at like a print shop downtown. Mm-hmm. And I got down there, and I walked in, and he looked at me, and he goes, who is the ticket for? And I go, it's for me. And he goes, you like Rancid? Mm-hmm. And at that time, I just realized like- <laughs> Like he was is- overacting when he said it? He literally was like, he almost didn't want to sell me the ticket. And you want to be like, fuck you, dude. Let's go song for song right now. Like, I know a hundred times more about this band yeah. than you do. But this culture is more yeah. important to you than this yeah. music. And it was like a real moment where I was like, I love Rancid. See, but this culture is like yes. repugnant. It's to me. weird to me that you look like someone who wouldn't like Rancid. What is he expecting? Like very punk looking? Like a street punk. Yeah, yeah. like cartoon punk. Yeah, cartoon punk. And also yeah. like the idea that like, wait, like maybe I didn't look homeless or whatever right um rancid has like a certain thing they're Mm. supposed to champion and i didn't Mm -hmm. embrace that to this person you find it's interesting like at a certain point i often think if you're over 25 Mm. maybe 30 is the cutoff and you only like one type of music i genuinely believe you like aesthetic more than music right Mm -hmm. i really feel that way like the the this, this culture is more important to you than music um and that's kind of how I feel about yeah. Rancid and death metal and stuff. Mm. And I understand this thing about terror. Uh, Daniel Patchouli. Patchouli. Uh, I would probably hate it if I knew people who wore it all the time. It's not a scent that I want to smell all the time, but it's so evocative of like something so specific that when I smell it, it kind of like, I kind of like to have that memory of that. I I don't know like smells when they when they're very specific like that I tend to like them because I it jars me into a place in my mind that I wasn't I couldn't access without that smell. Isn't that the thing? Your olfactory memory is supposed to be yes. your strongest yeah. memory. Your right? olfactory yeah. bulb. I was yeah. just looking this yeah. up recently. Yeah, it's, but it's I, right near oh. the like emotion center of your brain. Oh, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. The spaghetti okay. factory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right next to the spaghetti factory in your brain. Yes. Jay Amazing Le- bread. Jay Leno used to have a joke about going into a McDonald's, <laughs> and he said the smell was like a smell tattoo. It just gets oh. stuck in your nose. Yeah. That's what patchouli is like. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. giving it. Sorry, guys. I'm giving it an uh, yes, please. I kind of like the smell. I don't encounter it. I don't encounter it very often, but I kind of like the smell. Isn't the 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 origin of patchouli? Isn't it like the smell of when things would be shipped from India? They were they were packaged in something that patchouli, whatever. Oh. I don't even know what it is, wow. and so I don't know. so the smell got associated with India and this like exotic in quotes to people in the in the you know whatever in the Western world, and so mm-hmm. it got adopted by people who wanted to like clothe themselves and wrap themselves in the exotic India. But it was just to people from India, it's just like mm-hmm. packing peanuts. It's just like mm-hmm. why would you want to smell like that? I guess you guys are just all pretty provincial. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done 
And I just had kind of a breakdown where my whole self caved in. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm. It just happened one in one day. So I put in my two weeks and I took some days off and they still continued to schedule me. Oh, So I went in and I said, I put in my two weeks. I'm not even supposed to be here today. And the nicest manager who works there, who's a guy, I'll mm. call him Marvin, was like, it's okay. He goes, just go home. And then before I left, so if you're just learning about this now, they thought I was a ghostwriter. I lied. The ghostwriter. About my identity. I was a ghostwriter and I went by my full name, Elizabeth, so that people wouldn't listen to my podcast or anything and find out I was working there as kind of an experiment. So but as, on my way out, he goes, Oh, wait, let me get your Instagram. Oh, Ooh. no. And my heart was like, Goon, 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 goon. And I said, Actually, I go, Let me just give you my phone number. So I gave him my phone number and that was and scene. And then when I got home, one of the girls who worked there asked if I could uh, loan her $50, texted me. Hey, I heard you quit today. I did. Can I borrow $50? What? <laughs> what? That's weird. I think they all thought this is just like an older lady mm. who's working here for the discount. She's probably married. Like, did you answer her? What'd you say? I said, I'm sorry, I can't because, and I say this because I know she has a supportive family. And once I met her mom, she came in with giant chandelier earrings and big tits. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I was just thought the size of her breasts indicated that she was yeah, well off. They were stuffed to keep money. money in there. Yeah. <laughs> but there was, I just thought your mom can help you out with this. You don't need to be yeah. asking. I've seen your mom's me. boobs. You guys have plenty of money. <laughs> yes. Would well, you think her boobs, was it a boob job? <laughs> possibly like there was just something about her that was like okay they're well off yeah i I got the sense that if she needed something and she was really in a bad situation her mom could sell her boobs her mother could sell. (laughs) i've seen your mom's boobs but but what they command on the open market you can like size breasts can you assess my financial wealth by looking at my chest (laughs) i'd say upper middle thank you so this person thought that you would loan her 50 and that then she would see you again to pay you back. I know. I think yeah. that. I mean, she the, the, the request implies you just give her fifty dollars. Yes, um, I have to say this Jeez, is Liz. the girl who would ask me to go to Potato Corner with her on the lunch breaks. So she'd be like, Elizabeth, do you want to go to Potato Corner today? <laughs> is there actually a place called Potato Corner? Yes. What is it? And now I can say which mall I worked at. Oh yeah. Oh, what a relief! Mm. I was Come working. And 45 minutes from my home at the Santa Anita Mall. Where Tony wow. and his girlfriend ran into Lizzie. Yeah. A couple <laughs> at, people. Yeah, at, at that Victoria's mall. Secret? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It only happened a couple times. A couple people came to visit. Were you yeah. there as like performance art? Or did you need the job? I did a podcast where they were crowdsourcing my life. Every oh, week. that's right. I remember that. Okay. <laughs> but I, I don't think I yeah. followed it all the way through to this portion oh, okay. of it. But so I do recall this. They voted for me to get a job there on Black Friday. I mean, I wasn't really working. So, I mean, I guess. Yeah. The paychecks I mean, it, were real. The paychecks were real. Uh-huh. And what I was like the few... most common thing? Like most, I, Victoria's Secret to me is a guy comes in and is like, my, I want to get something for my wife that she'll like. That's what it is, right? It's husbands and boyfriends, right? It's mostly women, actually. Is it mostly women? Yeah. It's mostly women. During the holidays, I did experience a lot of, like, nervous, <laughs> shaky men picking out very strange items. And I was like, okay. okay. Yeah, it strikes me as a place where, like, the number one thing you would say is, I think your wife will hate that. I think your wife will yeah, hate yeah. that, right? 
I think your wife hates you. What are you well, doing here? There was one guy who I realized was buying something just because he figured out how it worked. Like a train set. He'd be like, hold on. So this connects to this. <laughs> here, I've got to get this. I've got to oh, get it. Because you, you learned. What, was it something that was like strappy and had Yeah, it was like garter got with it. like thigh high. I mean, they are confusing. Yeah. They're but contraptions. Fi- finally, yeah. his wife will have something he knows how to use. Yeah. Like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> or the thing that I gave you. Yeah. Uh, um, Greg, do you have a just me or everyone? Yeah, but now it's recycled. You said you used it already. No, but yeah, but I feel like we remembers. haven't used it with this crowd. My just me or everyone is: Do you ever walk by restaurants that are uncrowded or empty and feel severe stress or anxiety mm-hmm. for the people who own and work at the restaurant? Mm-hmm. This is a very strong one for me, and in particular. I attach a narrative to the people I see inside mm-hmm. of the restaurant. I walk by and I'm like, okay, his father came here from Egypt yeah. 60 years ago and it was the family business and like they this is this food is really important to them but they can't like convince the community that they should be eating this type of food because it's maybe it feels a little too ethnic for them and they're like they really need business to pick up here. One of the kids who will be like the first kid to ever go off to college is just about to go off to college. And like, why is nobody in this restaurant? And how can I I do this over and over and over and over again? I'll say sometimes I will go into a restaurant like this. And when I sit down and order very quickly, I'll figure out why there's no one in there. (laughs) It takes forever to get your food. There's no communication. You put your order in. It never comes. There's a weird smell. There's no one in there, but the table is sticky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, sometimes there is a reason for it. And probably often there's a reason for it. But nonetheless, I feel like yeah. lingering. I'll think about people that mm. I saw sitting in restaurants waiting for customers for like weeks. Yeah. And weeks and weeks and weeks. And I think mm. statistically a restaurant is the lowest success rate mm-hmm. business you can so open. So hard, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, just me or everyone. Yeah. Well, what would you do to do you ever have business ideas for them that you're like, God, I just want to tell them if they change their sign. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. But I do oftentimes eat at like particularly ethnic restaurants in Los Angeles where I'm like, everybody should be at this restaurant. It's remarkable. And there were those stories about Jonathan Gold would like discover a restaurant yeah. mm-hmm. and the people would be like on the verge of bankruptcy and like a week later. And I'm sure Chrissy Teigen has done this with taco joints or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I do occasionally think like, how can I help bring people to this? There's a woman around the Mar, Mar Vista. Interesting trivia. Very heavily Oaxacan. Yes. Like intense yes. Oaxacan enclave. There. You knew this? I did there. know this. Yeah. yeah. And there is a woman around the corner from us who sells mole tamales that mm-hmm. are Amazing. as good as any tamale I've ever had outside of Mexico. The world class. Mm-hmm. And I do sometimes think like, how could I get a thousand people to come mm. eat this tamale? I don't do it, but I think about it. Mm. Well, that's the, it's the thought that counts. This woman is, is at, is outside of like a MMA place on Grandview in Mar Vista. And her tamales are remarkable. Her name is Roberta. But I have real anxiety about like people, their restaurants failing. Mm. I do that with businesses in general. If I'm walking by and I'll see a little boutique or something and there's just nobody in there. Every time I see that, and especially if I walk by the same place and repeatedly notice nobody's there, I just go, oof, buddy. Yeah. Oh, I just feel bad for you. Mm. Because it's just got to be the worst. Be sitting in a retail store and just 
trying to draw people in with your mind or something, get people in. Your rent is ticking in your head. You're looking at all the merchandise, especially with a restaurant, though, because the food is, you have to put it in the garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe it's because I'm so, like, food-centric or whatever. That's a good restaurant to eat out of the garbage. Eat out of the garbage. Um, I have a just mirror. Okay. That was like an 80s theme restaurant in New York, you know? Totally. <laughs> I have a just mirror, everyone. Uh, okay. Who here is familiar with Paula's Choice? It's, I know that you are. It's a brand. Greg, because it makeup? Yeah, it's skincare stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. yes, I am familiar yeah, with it. Yeah, because your wife's into it. Have you heard of Paula's Choice? No. Okay, so there's this... Uh, originally, Paula's Choice, I think, was... Or Paula something was a website where she went into like very... Uh, intricate scientific reviews of different skincare items that you could buy. And she would say like whether the claims are bullshit or whether it's real, like whether it's actually good for your skin and what it does and stuff like that. Um, Greg's wife, is, is Ayala still into she all is this not. stuff? She is not. Really? Yeah. Chad came along and then she let it go? I don't. I couldn't even begin. The skincare thing is, um, it feels very niche to me. Like there's mm-hmm. a specific skin. There's one brand that she's really into, but I can't remember. Skinceuticals. Skin Medica. No, it's not. Okay. Does she still she have like, a, mm. Does she still have a family of Tweezermen? Yes. Yeah, Tweezer but Tweezermen last forever. They Those do. Good tweezermen tweezers. last forever. Um, yeah. So she still still has a lot of the same can tweezer. Hold on to a tweezer. I can't. I, mean, I leave mine at the laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> um, does she still straighten her hair? I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Do you still abuse <laughs> oh her shampoo in the shower? Yeah, but I, oftentimes, like, real, like, cheap shampoo shows oh. up. We have two showers now because mm-hmm. we moved on up. So I have, like, my own shampoo. But when I use the other shower, I'm warned, please don't touch that one shampoo. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Paula's Choice was, the, I believe, was this website. And now it's, she sells skincare. Uh, and it's got, like, a, a real following. But I, re- I saw a picture of the Paula, of Paula's Choice the other day. Terrible skin. uh, I realized the entire time I've been aware of it, I've been picturing Paula Dean. That's the Paula I've been picturing. It's all it's all like butter based. You thought, but you 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 thought that's what she looked like, or you thought that was her? No, I knew I knew it wasn't Paula Dean, and I don't think that I ever actually consciously was like Paula. A Paula's choice looks exactly like Paula Dean, but whenever I think of up until seeing her picture, whenever I would think of Paula Dean, no, sorry, think of Paula's choice, I pictured Paula Dean. Okay, because I think Sophie's choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is Paula Dean, she lives, right? I believe she's she, among us. Still, she lives, yeah. yeah. I think but, so, But she yeah. did something, she was a, she, she got canceled. Yes, she did. And was it because, Oh, she said some racist things. Didn't was, she also like post something son, at a former plantation? was... Was it a plantation thing? I don't know. I feel like her son was involved in something. Or, Some, it was something involving a plantation. Mm. Anyway, Paula, a Paula's choice, mm. does not look at all like Paula Dean. She has dark hair. She's snatched and uh, wears what? makeup. Sna- oh, could you find the Jackie Johnson snatched drop? What does that mean? Okay, just hang on. <laughs> it would be in the Tony drop stuff. Snatched just means like taut. The, like, or... Like on fleek, yes. <laughs> but I think it specifically means like, like your face is snatched, like taut, yeah, like lifted and taut, yeah, taut. yeah. I thought but it meant like looking good way. though, like and looking, also yes. good, yeah. Snatched, You're like snatched, snatched. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't have any issues with an anus ride. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> with a what? 
With an anus ride. No, we have one of her going like snatch, you know, like snatch. Sorry, it's gonna take me a while. That's okay. Um Do you have one, Daniel? And it's okay. Adjust me or everyone. But that bothers you. No, it doesn't bother me. I just wanna know if I'm everyone Am I the only one who's picturing Paula Dean (laughs) when they hear Paula's choice? That's what I want to know. There aren't a lot of other Paula's out there. I know. There's really not. You wouldn't picture Paula Poundstone. Oh yeah, Paula Poundstone. You wouldn't really associate her with skincare. No. Not that she has bad skin. It just doesn't right. seem like it would be her thing. Who are the well, she other covers famous... her neck with a neck t- tie. <laughs> Who are the other famous Paulas? Poriskova? Oh, no, that's Paulina. Paulina. Yeah. Abdul. Abdul. Abdul, yes. I don't think of her as a Paula. Mm. I mean, I know she is one, but I don't she, think of her as one. By the way, she is still dancing. I know. It's amazing. God, God bless her. Good for her. What's her secret? Yeah, what is it? There are so many people I went to high school with who I feel like could have become like Paula Abdul. Really? I just felt like all the girls in my high school were like, I dance. Yeah, mine too, actually. (laughs) My high school had like a lot of girls who were really into dance. Uh Yeah, did your school have what we had, which was there was cheer and then there was also song? And I'm not sure what the difference is. Song was more dance, I think. But then there was also dance. Yeah, the song, song girls or the song... They would do dances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. At pep rallies. Snatched. It just means like, you know, just. <laughs> there you go. Worth <laughs> it. Okay. Do you guys have a, hey, go fuck yourself? Oh, yeah. I wrote some down. Okay. Hold on one second. Oh, okay. Hey. Okay. Okay. Um, tough cooking guys. Mm-hmm. Do you know these guys? Mm-hmm. Tough cooking guys. The guys who were like, let's fucking get some butter now. Oh, yeah. yeah, fucking throw a fucking pork on there. Tough cooking guys with big tough cooking guys. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself to tough hey, cooking guys. Hey, 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 go, go fuck yourself. Um, the nexus of like conservatism and seed oils. <laughs> Do you know anything about this? I feel, Mm-mm. is it like Huberman Lab? I don't know what that is. But, but there's this whole thing of people who are like really convinced that like seed oils are some sort of like a demon thing to put in your body oh bad <laughs> yeah it's bad oh. that like seed is this oils a pro- are- is this kind of the the result of the wellness community's m- migration over to the right or is this i, a, I think a it might be thing? but it's just like if you don't eat seed oils like you just don't have chinese food or thai mm-hmm. food or like you're just a xenophobic piece of shit interesting you just eat like a yeah. you just seed oil but people. what could possibly be evil about seed oil I don't know. Ask somebody. But if you go online and you look up seed oils, it's all these people that are like, seed oil is the devil. And it's not. Just don't eat too much food. Hey, um, hey, hey, go fuck yourself. I went to a restaurant a couple of weeks ago where at the takeout window, after you ordered, they said, how much would you like to tip? Mm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. This is fucking crazy. Was this on the screen or did they say No, it? dude. Sorry. I'm re- I don't mean to modulate Chef Jeff. I apologize. But- they ask you to your face. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's uncomfortable. How much do you that's want to do? That's so tip? funny. I have a thing about that now in my act where I talk about then you they turn it toward you and you see your own reflection. <laughs> but they, I don't like when it says 20, this is what 15% means. Mm-hmm. You don't like that? I am not saying that. You're saying that. I'm, I'm not saying 25% wow. 25% might be I made extra money this week. That's right. what I might be saying was 25%. Right. I hate the language that they put in your mouth attached to the tipping. Wait, sorry. How do you mean? So what do you mean? If it, if it says like 10% fair, oh, 15 I good, have never seen that. 20% oh. 
great. It's common. 25. Wow. You probably just haven't looked. Like, I've seen that it'll be like 15% and then it says what that is, but I haven't seen that oh. it has like words attached. Oh, really? That is diabolical. That's a Also, like if right I'm there. on a limited budget, 15% might be the best I can do and yes. might be wow. Yeah. That might be wow and, the, and I can't give you more. Like, Wait, fuck is that you. automatic that the screen, the touch screens now have words attached? It just have says a value it judgment? next a guide. Not all of them. Many of them of, do. Many just of to them. let you oh, know. Oh, I hate that. This is what this means. I hate mm-hmm. that. I don't. I think I a lot it. of. Really by the way, I, I think a lot of like service people don't like it either. It's awkward for them too. Like this is not something they chose. It's like a company. Oh, thing. they chose it. No, I think I think it's uncomfortable for everyone involved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Except that thing you just mm. talked about. This, no, this is a up. next level of crazy yeah. to me. Yeah. What'd um, you do? I said zero. <laughs> That's what I did. I'm well, sorry. I, I don't feel like having a conversation um, right now. I And I did it because I was so like the process to me. And honestly, the great. service wasn't that great. But, but it was takeout, you said. It was takeout. Yeah. And I t- I, I'm a mm. generous tipper. Yeah. I am like a beyond. I, I tip to the extent where my wife is like, why did you do that? That was insane. Sure. But in this particular instance, the, there was such a, like a smugness and presumption in the delivery. Yeah. Entitled. Yeah. Why? That I was just like, nope. Sorry. What? Next time, don't ask. I'll give you 25%. Yeah. Typically, what do you tip on takeout? Take out? I tip like 20 or 25%. Yeah. And I don't judge anybody who tips more or less. I don't give a shit. Mm. Um, but usually, um, I feel like if, I'm, if I have eight bucks to spend on a fucking cup of coffee, yeah. then I'm a big enough asshole to give you two extra bucks. Or I enjoy yeah. when the bill is actually very small, so then you can tip a large amount and be like, look at me. I feel like on breakfast, you should always weigh over tip because breakfast is cheap and they put in just as much work and they're getting four bucks. Whereas yeah. you do dinner, same amount of work and they're getting 30 bucks. Like, fuck that. It is challenging well to breakfast. open wine. <laughs> I was demoted actually from bartender to dishwasher because you couldn't open wine. Reason. I spilled all over the owner's mother at the opening of her restaurant, and they were oh like, "How would you feel about dishwasher?" <laughs> uh, oh I want to say, as far as the like checkout thing, I related. You know, when you go to the grocery store or something like, do you, in a, or at CVS, and they'll ask if you want to donate to yeah. some cause. Like, do you want starving right. puppies? You know, and it's like you feel like. I'm killing a dog by saying no. Right. Just understand that what what that is is it's a way for them to get tax exemption. They use the oh. the corporation is using that donation as their own charitable donation. Are you sure to reduce their tax burden? Yes, you're 100 percent sure. Yes. Okay. So don't feel guilty. If you oh. want to give, give, but you don't have to do it through their means. Right. You're just helping the company. And by right. the way, the That's... credit card company gets a piece of that too. Yeah, it's it's fucking scam. Yeah. I skip that shit every time. I feel no, no need to be charitable. <laughs> so don't don't feel guilty. Yeah. How do you feel about this? Is a, something that really bothers me. If I say, oh, sorry. Uh, let me grab my debit card. Someone goes, you're good. I don't like when someone goes, you're good. When I haven't expressed that I'm not right. good. <laughs> I've expressed no concern and they go, you're good. Interesting. Wait, in what I context don't, would I don't you actually... be grabbing your your debit card? What do you mean? Can you contextualize this? <laughs> I, I, see, I, do, I do that I exact one, one all the time though. Like where you go to pay for something in the reader and then it's like, please remove card. And you realize that you didn't remove it even though it was saying you're supposed mm. to remove it. Is that what you mean? I guess I don't like someone comforting or going, no worries, when you haven't expressed a worry. Right. I haven't expressed any stress. Do I I look like an anxious person to you? I haven't said there's a problem, Mm -hmm. but you're coming in it and going, 
you're good. Like it's or I'll okay. turn Thank, it. Thanks for signing off on me. Thank you. I appreciate it. That. Indicates yeah. that there was an issue where there wasn't. Fun. I understand that. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Exclamation point. But there are worries. <laughs> See, it doesn't bother me. I think because I always you are just always want worried. someone you to are reassure always me. Anxious. Greg, do you have more? You don't need to. I just feel like no, I, only have, I only have one more, and it's kind of stupid, but it's, it's mosquitoes, but also complaining about mosquitoes. Oh, yeah, I can't agree with you well, there because I have to complain about Because there's them. so many mosquitoes, I feel like complaining about mosquitoes has become like a thing. I think yeah. because it's new to people, it, everyone's just like, what the fuck is with these mosquitoes? I mean, mm, if we were bad. living in Mississippi, people would probably complain. I will say I've lived in this city as long as I've been alive. This is... Most of my life, this is the heaviest mosquito season. Yeah. It's wild. Ago. There used to be none. It's it's it is kind of wild. It is wild. Um, but and, but I am I've 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 grown tired of discussing it. Yeah. Well, there's no there's no new angle to it. Yeah. You know, it's it's Just been like, canvassed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like oh, mosquitoes suck. Oh oh, hot take. Yeah. You're really sticking it to those pro mosquito people. Yes, yeah. please. Oh, or I, oh, police yeah. mosquitoes. I do like when you smash a mosquito and it's full of blood. Well, because then it's like you know, you know, you got, yeah, you got. But I like the idea it. that they didn't like get what they wanted. What to like, enjoy the blood? They, yeah, like the blood was just in their gullet or whatever, and you got them right there before Wait, they like really got to enjoy it. Is that not that? I don't know if this is this is probably not rooted in wow. any sort of science. That's very Game of Thrones, is it? But I like the idea when the blood <laughs> splashes and it's my blood. I like to see it on the wall. How do you, how do you know it's your blood? Well, that's the thing. I always wonder whose blood it is. Well, who else is? Blood is it going to be? Well, it's the thing someone in your household. household. It just bit you. It's, I guess. I, I assume. I always. It's my blood. I assume. It's I don't Owens. have any evidence that it's my blood. I'm thinking about the scene where a lady. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> she's drinking. Lady she's Elaine. Like, I didn't realize the poison would have that kind of effect. Where the o- older yeah, woman admits name? that she killed Joffrey. <laughs> I don't know what show you're talking about. I, know, I, know, I, know, I know what you're talking about. Um, okay. I had to tap out before the Red Wedding mm. even. I couldn't but handle it. The, but okay. the, the Queen of Thorns or whatever her, they called her yeah. because she was the... Yeah. See, I assume when you smash it and there's blood that it has enjoyed the blood. Although maybe you're right when it enjoys, quote unquote, enjoys the blood, then it like is no longer bright red in its body. Yeah, I don't know. To me, yeah. it's always like you just had like a really good drink in your mouth. But you didn't get to like fully drink it, and then you smash the things. Maybe it spits it out. Yeah, but I really don't know. I yeah, don't know. I, guess I like it's to a just good question. I like to when they but just slap them, just slap them across their face, and they <laughs> spit <laughs> it out. Spit take mosquito spit take. You know, not kill them, but just get like that. Yeah, drop it, drop it. <laughs> this has been delightful. I cannot thank you guys enough. I need to tell the mm-hmm. listeners, if you have enjoyed what you're hearing, or even if you haven't, please leave us a review on iTunes, on Spotify, on wherever you listen. Click five stars. Their favorite number. We read them on the show frequently. Uh, I am I'm sending out my newsletter again. I've sent out a couple recently, and um, to just overwhelming acclaim, allisonrosen.substack.com. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. I am like Greg quietly on TikTok, but loudly the Allison Rosen over there. YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen. Please subscribe to me. Lizzie, where might we find you? Yes. Um, I have some shows coming up. First of all, I'm still doing tarot readings for Ooh. the public over Zoom. So if you would like one, go to my website, LizzieCooperman.com. I also have a bunch of shows coming up. Um, 
Well, I'm in Santa Barbara actually this weekend. When does this Ooh, Thursday? Oh, Thursday. Oh, this is Wednesday. And I'm in Santa Barbara, but on the 17th, I'm at UCB. I host a really fun show called Tasting Menu with Aparna Nanchula and Brent Weinbach. Ooh. On the 25th, I'm doing Hot Tub, which is a really fun show in oh. Los Angeles. And um, yeah, and then I'm in Portland at the end of November. Also, I'm just throwing that out there. Come see me. Wonderful. Hi, Bob. I have nothing. I really have nothing to promote. All right. Lobsters. <laughs> You're quietly on TikTok. So if you can find Greg on TikTok. Oh. oh, you'll never find me on TikTok. I am on Instagram. What was was TikTok the app that you were using to do like lip syncing, or was that yeah when it was still music? It was still music. Oh, that mm. was TikTok. Yeah, musically became TikTok. Ah, yeah, get out. Mm. Can yes. you follow me on TikTok? Because I just started sure. posting clips because I'm trying to become a draw when I travel. Are you Lizzie Cooperman on <laughs> Lizzie TikTok? Lizzie Cooperman, L-I-Z-Z-Y-C-O-O-P-E-R-M-A-N. And I'm on Instagram. And guess what? I love threads also. Hmm, follow follow look Lizzie on threads. Like, it threads. feels so pure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daniel? Well, you can find me uh, at Instagram and threads and TikTok at Daniel Quants. I don't know what floats your boat. Sometimes Deep quants on the snappy. Sometimes I'm doing oh, stuff. Sometimes I'm not. Who knows? Wonderful. And Jeff. I don't have any plugs this week because all of my restaurants went out of business, but I'm obsessed <laughs> with winning the Powerball. So I just wanted to let everybody know Lizzie's partly psychic, so she can back me up on this. Your lucky number, people. I'll wait mm. while you get a pencil. Your lucky number is four. Mm. Greg, can you back me up on this? Four avocados. We know that, but can you? Do you have any other further information? I have four in-line, non-impacted wisdom teeth. <laughs> oh. okay. so it's confirmed, and uh, so if you go to the store to buy some biscuits, buy four of them. Yeah. My dad once ate my sister's biscuit on her <laughs> period. Okay. <laughs> Look at Lizzie's face. It's simply- Greg, do you have anything else to say to shock Lizzie before we go? I'm thinking about my mom and being inside of her. <laughs> I like men who look young and are hairless and nubile. Oh. Just nubile is the best word. That's fairly bananas. I Boner sandwich. <sighs> All right. Oh, my gosh. You guys, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Sin Rosen is your new best.